The Stacy and Clayton podcast is powered by your USASC Huskies. Experience the power of the pack. Come get loud and show the world the power of the pack for your USASC Huskies. All tickets and information at huskytickets.com. Here's what happened this morning with Stacy and Clayton. Stacy, if you had to pick a divider for the east side and the west side of Saskatoon, would it be Idlewild Drive or would it be the river? It would be Idlewild Drive. Yeah, we're going to court <laughs> over this one. Um, Your Honor, may I approach the bench? Your Honor, Mother Nature makes the rules on this home we call planet Earth. And Mother Nature has made a clear divider, a clear border for the city of Saskatoon, for the east and the west side. Stacy, on the west side of the river, there are 26 neighborhoods. On the east side of the river, there are 30 neighborhoods. Pretty even, do you agree? Pretty even number Define there. even. 30 neighborhoods and 26. If you were to have the divider points be Idlewild, that number would be very, very skewed. Where is your research on this? Uh, the you research is coming it. from the text line. No. 306-938-0963. Are you saying you do not trust our listeners? Are you throwing our listeners under the bus? Yes. I, for one, love our listeners, Stacy, And I, for one, will make sure that their arguments are being displayed in this court of law. Your Honor, if I may, finally get a chance to talk. I talked for a minute. Grow up. Objection! You're objecting yourself. Your Honor, the river does, in a sense, divide the city of Saskatoon. It runs down the middle diagonally, if you will, southwest to northeast. The thing is, in a city, it's the streets that give you the directions. That's why 8th Street East and West is a thing. Idlewild Drive North and South is a thing. Yes, you can say you live on the east side of Saskatoon from the river, but you don't divide a city by a landmark. That's just not how it works. So judging by your logic, Lawson Heights would be on the east side of the city. That's just wrong. No, because that's the thing. Is no, you, and don't be pulling no, no. the north card. Don't Objection, your honor. Don't be pulling the north card. You can only, a city is not divided into two quadrants, west and east. That's the, those are the quadrants that are being discussed right now. North and south do not matter right now. North and south, everyone knows it's 22nd Street. That's the divider. Boom, done. Okay? 22nd Do we eight. have to go to court it's later eight. today? It's, it's not 8th eight. Eight Street for north and south. Grow up. South would be nothing then. Learn your streets. Learn your city. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What's this one? What's this big city right here? Your Honor, big city. Your Honor, my my competition is trying to distract you from the fact that her Idlewild Drive argument is ridiculous. It's the river. It it was put here by Mother Nature as the divider. A river is a natural border. It's a natural divider. A, a street is a man-made thing. Okay, so if you live in Nutana, would you say you live... Oh, well, that's the east. Never mind. <laughs> city Park on the west side of the city? Yeah! No! Absolutely! Uh-uh. City Park is west side. No city way. City Park is west Lawson side. Lawson Heights is not west side. Come on. It's not. I grew up on the west side, Your Honor. The Who's actual right west side. Who's right here? That's such a joke. Hey, at least people are spelling my name right on the text ah, line. I'm used to I it. I always got that going for me, baby. <laughs> Woo! Text from Marty at 9380963. Uh, the east and west divider here in Saskatoon, it's Idlewild, not the river. And if you disagree, you're wrong.
Judging by the texts and the calls we got, uh, no one agrees on this one. No one. It's a tough one. So we'll decide who's really right when we go to court on this later today. I saw a uh, tweet, whatever, something, a mention on social media about money in birthday cakes, coins, not Mm -hmm. paper. Um, And it was making reference to how, like, you know, did anyone else have this when they were growing up? And it basically came out that it was apparently a Canadian thing Mm -hmm. only to put money in cakes. You could figure that out without even, like, looking it up or Googling it. It seems because like it a Canadian, se- or right? I, I thought it was my family thing. Like, yeah. I didn't realize anybody else did it. When I was younger, I thought I was the only people. Because we did it all the time on my mom's side. Yeah. All the time. It money does, in the cake. It does seem like a weird Western Canadian Mennonite thing to do, right? Putting coins, coins. choking hazards. Yeah. In tasty dessert that kids are eating. Well, and the great thing idea, is, guys. With the family, it was like, okay, where's the money? You're looking for it. Yeah. Uh, maybe your a new friend comes over for your birthday party and they're eating their cake. And yes, choking hazard because yeah. they don't know there's coins in the cake. But yeah, that's just that's just a quirky Canadian thing. I could have I could have told you this was a Canada only exclusive thing without even. Oh yeah, coins and birthday cake. Yeah, that's pretty Canadian. And apparently, it was like you're initially you're supposed to just put one coin in it somewhere, ice no. the cake, cut it up. Whoever gets the coin has the luck of the day whatever no, that's not how we did it. we had a bunch of packed with money yeah we had like quarters loonies <laughs> oh, yeah. toonies again very unsafe looking back on it way to go and way to go parents of the 80s and 90s you really killed it also quite heavy oh yeah right like, that was a heavy cake yeah also <laughs> why was there never paper money in there i don't know nice. coins are easier to wrap Just taking a bite of cake <laughs> Unraveling this $5 bill. Oh, man. But yeah, coins in the cake. Just what were we thinking? Uh, Imagine trying to pitch that nowadays. TV shows that you are ashamed that you liked back in the day. Oh. Because for you kids that don't know what cable TV is, you're raised on the Netflix, you're raised on the Crave, whatever it is, you're raised on the YouTube. Back in the day, cable TV, especially on the weekends in the summer, it was all about the TV marathons. Mm-hmm. It was all about the, the storage wars and the dog, the bounty hunter. It was on for just 12 hours in a row. Absolutely. Those are my two shame shows right there. Let's call them shame shows. Storage Wars and Dog the Bounty Hunter. Dog the Bounty Hunter. I am the dog. (laughs) Big bad dog. Oh, it was pretty It was his hair. I just remember seeing this guy's hair and I was like, pardon? And his his skin was like a leather. R.I.P. Beth. We miss you, Beth. But I remember seeing Beth too and I was like, I don't want to mess with her. And then the whole family and they're just... (laughs) It was ridiculous. Yeah. It was an absolute ridiculous show. And then Storage Wars, that yup guy, and just so staged. So and much so, fighting. But I'm there for three hours watching yeah. it. What yeah. are your shame shows? Uh, Duck Dynasty. Ugh. I don't know why. why. When that first why? came out, I was like, these people are fun. And then after a little bit, I was like, I regret all the time I spent watching yeah, that. Yeah, give them a Google. Uh, but also, too, like, I'm a little bit older than you, <clears throat> just slightly. Yeah. Trading Spaces was a big TLC show I was show. obsessed with. What a show. Remember when the odd time, because it wouldn't happen a lot when the person was upset oh, with, yeah. the, with the reno. Oh, drama. There was, like, a teal kitchen, I remember, and it was like, what are you doing? Another, John and Kate Plus 8 was another shame I show for me. I did watch a bit of that one. Horrible. <sighs> Looking back on it, those poor kids. I shouldn't say shame show, because What Not to Wear was 
um, I love that show. Mm. Same with Say Yes to the Dress. That kind of got ridiculous too. Another one though, this is going to date me, Trauma, Life in the ER. And it just, it was like mm-hmm. ER shows, yeah. blood and guts. I loved it. So basically any show on A&E back in the day. Oh, A&E, TLC. Yeah. And the thing is, is what's always so funny is that TLC started as the learning channel. They wanted to educate mm-hmm. you. Oh yeah. And now it's like my 600 pound life and toddlers and tiaras and Dr. Pimple Popper. In the, in the wrestling industry, they call that a heel turn. <sighs> yeah, exactly. They call that a heel turn. <laughs> Quite the character arc for yeah. old TLC. Back to the podcast in a bit, which is powered by your USAS Huskies. Husky Athletics' mission is to enable the pursuit of athletic and academic greatness. So come get loud, cheer on your Huskies, and show the world the power of the pack. All tickets and information at huskytickets.com. When was the last time you went on like a big vacation, big holiday, like a week long? Like out of the country? Yeah. Uh, Mexico, 2017. And what did you want to do when you got back? Go back to Mexico. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the new trend amongst people who vacation a lot, travel a lot, the day they get back, instead of being really sad like you were, oh, I just (laughs) take me back to Mexico, they have a treat yourself staycation kind of day. On the day they get like back. Like a buffer day of So just... like they, 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 they land back in the city they live in and from the airport they go like out for drinks and they go shopping, they what? do something, they what? stay in a hotel that day to kind of ease the transition back because they don't like being sad on the day they're back from vacation, right? So this kind of eases that. They're like, no. It doesn't ease it because guess what? you got to go back to work the next day exactly, after that. Exactly, right? No matter what, there's going to be that, hey, back to reality kind of moment. But this at least, there's a little bit of a buffer. When are they doing their laundry? When are they unpacking? Right, right. Well, three weeks afterwards. That's when you unpack. Come on, don't, don't be ridiculous, sh- right? Don't you be ridiculous. As soon as you get home, yeah, I agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> I, I love doing nothing on that day. I get back from a big trip. You do need a buffer day. I am a firm believer in that. If you get back at yeah. like eleven thirty p.m. from a long holiday, yeah. take the next day off and but just get your poop together. These travel <laughs> these travel experts, though, what they're saying is that no, just go out and do a bunch of activities that day instead. Yeah, so you don't think about the fact that you're missing out on vacation. You're just extending your vacation by a day by doing this. You're, you're not. Just this isn't a travel all hack. of your emotions. Exactly, you're right? Them down. This everything's is, fine. This is like the chefs who are like, "Oh, food hack. Just add chicken fingers to your to your wraps." No, that's just <laughs> just eating a chicken finger, right? <laughs> Plus, who doesn't love like that first day back in your bed after a big, huge, long oh. trip, like an all-inclusive? You're back in your bed. I'm and gonna, it's the bed that you've pre-washed the sheets in because you know right. you want to come back to a clean bed. I, oh, that's <sighs> the thing. I clean my house for three hours before I go on a trip. Absolutely. Just so I can have me and some bedtime yes. right when I get home. You yes. do not get between me and my bedtime. I hear you. Which makes it seem like I go to bed at like a certain time. No. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, you but. My neighbor, he's in a band. They're called the Driveway Legends. They play the Black Cat Tavern a lot. They're awesome. Check them out online. They kind of got like a, a Blink-182 vibe to them. A little bit harder than that, but I don't know. It's a mix of a lot of things. It puts my kid to bed. And I don't know if that's oh. like a good thing or a yes, bad thing, is. but um, it's right by my son's window. And when they're jamming in the garage, my son actually falls asleep <laughs> to their music. Again, they're good. It's not like they're boring. It's good. It's just a baby. Um, anyway, there's a snitch in our neighborhood that keeps calling the cops on their jam sessions. Every single time. When they, are they jamming? Like six o'clock 
in the evening, six to seven, just one hour. And here's the thing. They go around the neighborhood and they put pamphlets in people's um, mailboxes. Hey, we're jamming out. If it's a Saturday, they sometimes even open the garage, put on a free show. See, that's cool. This guy's a dad. He has three kids playing with his kids all the time. Like, he's a great guy. And yet there's this one neighbor. We don't know who it is, Hmm. but they're always calling the cops. And they're not loud. It's not like it's aggressively loud. It's muffled. It's not bad at all. And it's only for an hour from six to seven. And they're getting the cops called on them because... Well, and that's ridiculous because noise bylaws, you're allowed to make noise, Mm -hmm. and again, within reason, until 11 p.m. The cops have been really nice, and they're like, you know what, play two more songs, and then you got to kind of wrap it up. But how loud are they playing? That's the thing. Not even that loud, but it's getting ridiculous to the point where, like, even where, like, the buddies pull up to, to jam out within one song, they're done. So Okay, you need to do some investigating. We, you need to we go have around been, the neighborhood. We have been. My neighbor and I, Nick, he's a beauty. We've been trying. We've been really trying to figure out who it is. How are we you have doing our suspicions. It? I don't know. You need to go to the neighbors and be like, yeah, no. blah, blah, blah. Hey, did you hear... Confrontation, Stacey? No, I don't think so. finish. You need to go to them and say, hey, did you hear the jam session last night? Oh, it was so good. Based on what they say, if they're like, oh, no, I heard that. There's your snitch. You lost me at knock on someone's door. No, thank you. Okay. No, or just start thank up a conversation you. If anybody, well, here's what I'm thinking: if anybody has like a public jam space that they could lend out, maybe, or someone else's garage something that doesn't like have that. If you neighbors, know of something like a, a space, a public space that you could rent out for for jamming out, or if you have a space that's available, let us know. Nine three eight zero nine six three. My neighbor's just such a nice guy. I want to help him out. So okay. Plus, their band is great. The Driveway Legends. Check them out. We joke a lot, you know, about the Oreo flavors in the States and Mm -hmm. how many they have. It seems like hundreds, but it's kind of ridiculous. And just as a kid, when you went to the States, their goodie selection, their treat selection was always just mind blowing. Uh, Pop-Tarts in the U.S. are basically like Oreos. I somehow discovered that they have like 40 different flavors of Pop-Tarts. Here in Canada, there's five. There's the three OGs, right? There's the strawberry, the raspberry, the blueberry. That comes in like the value pack. Okay. There's the chocolate. There's the s'mores. And that's like it. Okay. That's pretty much it. I'm going to try and go through as many of these as I can. Here is what they have uh, in the U.S. Banana cream pie, pretzel salted caramel, frosted chocolatey churro, frosted banana bread, brown sugar cinnamon, fruit lube, confetti cake. Please, that's good. That's okay. You can stop. Um, A bunch of the other regular ones. Eggo waffle frosted maple flavor edition. I just, it's ridiculous. Oh, cookies and cream. That seems healthy. Oh, my gosh. S'mores, of course. Peach cobbler. Pumpkin spice, obviously. Um, Yeah, blueberry, that's a given. Oh, frosted Boston cream. Red velvet. They got prunes. Hot fudge sundae. No No prunes, prunes. though. Tropical (laughs) mango. Pistachio. Frosted cinnamon roll. (laughs) What about pistachio pudding flavor? Just a a Pop-Tart filled with pistachio pudding. Pistachio pudding is so weird. Um, uh, what did you just say about pistachio pudding? It's weird. We're going to court. We're fighting. It's got chunks of nuts. That's in it. the best part of it. And it's green. It's the weirdest green shade. Of green is the color, Stacy. Green is the color. It's in the song. I know. And pota- potassio. Potassios. <laughs> Pistachios do have like a green little skin on them, but yeah. the pudding is weird. Come on. You're weird. Your beard is weird. Don't yes. quote that. You, uh, that's my line. I as if that's my line. Your stash line. is trash. Your, Your beard, beard is, is weird. weird. You're out of here.
Who are the uh, Who are the baseball players in that commercial station? I have no idea. It does oh. not matter. Well, uh, it kind of. Matter. One's from a Seinfeld episode. Keith Hernandez. Okay. Unbelievable. Pistachio pudding's delightful. Anyway. Many, many nights as an elementary schooler. Make it like I'd make like three packets and eat it all. Oh, gross! That's disgusting. How do I not have diabetes? Seriously, I should have diabetes. Casey and Clayton, weekday morning, six to ten on Cruise. If you're missing Husky games, you're missing out. Game schedules and tickets available at huskytickets.com.